Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This story has created two very different camps, Tommy. Camp one? Uh, folks who believe what this woman did was terrifying and irrational. Yeah. And then camp two. Yeah. People who believe she was well within her rights as a mother based on the information in the moment that she had. All right. And it all comes down to protecting our kids, Mm -hmm. which in this story is a little funny because based on the allegations, when this woman believed she was protecting her kid, she was putting a ton more of them in danger. Oh. You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock, 96.5. WCMF. It's Wednesday. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for hate mail of the week. And two weeks ago. We told you about a 31-year-old woman out in Hamlin. Mm. According to police, her 10-year-old child had gotten a hold of her and told her a Brockport school bus worker had touched her inappropriately. Mm. Now, that would be a terrifying call for any parent. So this mother sprung into action, vigilante style. Mm. Police say she drove to where the school bus was, forced her way onto the bus, and removed her 10-year-old child. After the 10-year-old was off the bus. Yeah, and safe. Yep. Police say the woman then forced her way onto the bus again, <laughs> got into an argument, and punched the school mm. employee in the face. Okay. This is something, based on what the 10-year-old said, a lot of parents would think about doing. Mm-hmm. There was just one small problem. Yeah. Police did an investigation. Mm-hmm. They say they reviewed video evidence, and they did not see what the little girl said had happened. Okay. On top of that... This woman was hit with a whole bunch of extra charges for endangering the welfare of a child because when she allegedly hit the school bus employee, she did it in front of a bus full of other kids. Yes. Whoops. Yeah. So when we shared this story, uh, we were inundated with letters, emails, Facebook messages, Mm. and it became clear that folks were split into two camps, Tommy. Mm. People that see this woman as unreasonable and dangerous. Mm. And people who still, despite the fact that it sounds like this never happened, are applauding what she did. Okay, so we got two very different camps here. Even though we have the information now on the back end that we have. And this letter that we're about to read you is the perfect representations of all the letters and messages we got that think she was well within her maternal rights. Mm. Actual physical letters sent through the mail telling us we suck, Watton is fired. Sit back and enjoy today's Hate Mail of the Week. 
how do you spend 25 minutes of your show criticizing a woman that was just <laughs> protecting her 10-year-old child? Her kid tells her something terrible happened. She reacts, and she's the bad guy. Is that the world we're living in now? I'll tell you this. If I get that call from any of my kids at any age, I would have done the same exact thing she did. I'm not asking any questions. I'm not waiting for the police. I'm getting my justice and making sure that person who violated my child knows that's the last time that will ever happen again. If I decide they get to keep walking when I'm done with them. I heard a bunch of cowards afraid to make waves for the sake of their kids. No one wants to stand up and fight for their children anymore. That's why no one's kids tell them anything. That's why your kids don't respect you and feel safe. That's why they look for heroes in other places outside of the home. If this woman is a criminal, then I'm a criminal, too. And I bet you when it comes down to it, there are way more, as you put it, criminal parents than there are ones that will sit on their hands and let bad things happen. Sincerely, Randy. Can we change the name of the show? To? A Bunch of Cowards on CNN. <laughs> well, look, in Randy's defense, mm. uh, not only are you a coward. I am also a known hider. Thank you, Kimmy. <laughs> so Randy's letter got a lot of passion oh, in there. Oh, yeah. He's fighting for he's his He's ramped kids. up Randy. Yeah. He doesn't care what you think about it, Tommy. Right, he's coming in swinging. That's right. You may not walk when I get done with you. That's right. You know what's really interesting about Randy's letter? What's up? He completely fails to mention the fact that police couldn't confirm the story that the kid told her yes, mother. Yes. Remember? Like, there's a video they reviewed. Well, he stopped listening before we got there. Uh, no, because he said he listened to all 25 <laughs> yeah. minutes of what we were saying. Hey, lady, maybe you shouldn't punch a woman in the face before yeah. you know you talk to police. Like... That's a very important and valuable piece of information to leave, Randy, out of your passionate letter. Yeah. But, Tommy, the letter goes deeper than that. What's that? Randy mm-hmm. talks about how the world has changed. Mm. No longer are parents willing to fight for their kids like they did back in the day. Except for this example we have here. Now, that one there, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tommy, yeah. you were around back in the day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we totally forgetting about all the scandals from a ton of different trusted institutions involving kids. Oh, yeah. Come on. Scouts, churches, schools, sports coaches, music teachers. Mm-hmm. I can keep going. Yes. Right? The Boy Scouts in the Catholic Church had so many, they were hit with lawsuits mm-hmm. where they had to pay out. Uh, yes. The Scouts had to auction off property. Yeah, you almost bankrupted institutions yeah. with this. And cities. Randy, forget about that. Yeah, apparently. I mean, I, I, His I don't, newspapers don't go that far back. No, I mean, they do. He can go online. They he can go to the library. They got you know, a yeah. microfilm. You can check those things out. Randy, what, what about those, Randy? Yeah. What about those situations? Those terrible, terrible situations where we know that kids told people mm-hmm. and either folks got moved around or folks didn't believe what the kids had to say. Yeah, you trusted the institution. Exactly. What about that, Randy, back in the day? Like, my my father spent a lot of money sending me to private school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in order to justify the money he was spending, he was always going to back that school. 100%. Right. I mean, it's a very common idea with old school parents. Yeah. Right? And look, I understand at the time. It is hard to wrap your head around this trusted institution, institutions that have been around for centuries, some of the millennia, mm-hmm. are going to do something like this. Yeah. But for Randy to sit here and go, you know, people today don't fight for their kids like they did back in the day. Are you out of your mind? I would say parents fight way more for their kids today yeah. over the uh, and beyond what they should today. Thank you. In you the said- last 20 years, for sure. I mean, you even say, like, your parents didn't even show up to anything. No. Like, they weren't even present. Well, look, in his and they def- didn't care. In his defense, he was a lost cause the second he came out of his mind. <laughs> like, it's a scary world out there. Yes. And yes, there are still people trying to take advantage of kids. Mm-hmm. But if you want to talk about safer time for kids now versus back in the day, it's not even close. No, you're right. But, Tommy, it goes even further than that. Like, there's that. more? 
I'd like to read you a quote from Randy's letter. Quote, that's why your kids don't respect you and feel safe. Mm. That's why they look for heroes in other places outside the home. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, remember back in the day when mom and dad were every kid's hero and they didn't pay attention to sports stars, musicians, actors, actual superheroes? Yeah. Did you read? We needed a Superman back then. If only... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there was a man who was super. You didn't read comic books or love Reggie Jackson or want to be Mick Jagger? This guy's serious right now? Like at one point, I wanted Evil Knievel to be my dad. <laughs> I think you still want that. Kind of do. Which, by the way, Evil Knievel assaulted a writer who said something about yes. him. So he's actually more in this yeah. story than we think. But, like, here's yeah, what I, I don't I get. I know. People just have this warped sense of the past. But where does it come from? Because you, don't, because you forget about it. Because you only... When I talk to my brothers who are older than me, yeah. when they talk about the past, especially my oldest brother, he like glosses over all the stuff that sucked, and he just holds on to these like little itty. And I think it's a self defense mechanism. Fine, yeah. you don't want to be depressed about the past, so I get it. You just remember the you remember the ice cream cones. Look, I get it. You know I, I mean? get it. I get it. I get it. And the phone number is two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. Fine, like whatever you got to do to cope, that's that's fine. Mm. But but to take the time writing the letter. That he wrote to mm. argue that today parents are less involved, care less, are willing to fight less for their kids mm. than they were back in the day. I mean, we can point to a thousand examples. I think you can ask any teacher, coach, anybody now. Thank you. And the reason why they don't want to do those jobs anymore. How about referees for sporting events <laughs> oh, that we man, can't find anywhere? would not anywhere. want that job. But can you imagine if there were street cameras like we have now, like all the cameras we have? Yeah. In 1963. Well, you would have caught a lot of guys standing around fires harmonizing, from yeah, what I understand. Oh, yeah, we could harmonize. But think of, but think of the stuff that went unreported. Yeah. To your point. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not here to say everybody back in the day was a criminal. No. But um, there was, it was a, a lot of things were just tolerated as that's the way it is. Yes, exactly. Right? So, like. Look, man, have your happy memories. Mm-hmm. Like, Randy here paints this Rockwellian picture of what America used to be. Mm-hmm. But he only does it. That never existed. Exactly. But yeah. he only does it, Tommy, so he can justify punching a school employee in the face who, according to police, did nothing inappropriate. Yes. It used to be a simpler time where you were able to punch whomever you wanted in the face with no consequence at all because of something you thought. Yeah. Which also wasn't true. <laughs> like, if this story happened in 1975, this woman would be facing the same yeah. charges yeah. she's facing this week. Yeah, if she gets caught, yeah, she's in trouble. And it's just strange to me. Like, of all the hills you want to die on, mm-hmm. of all the stupid things that people think we say... This is the one you yes. chose? Yeah. Back in the day, parents went to bat more for their kids? <laughs> right, Kimmy? We're the latchkey kid generation. Were your parents you, ever home you when you got home? Back in the day, oh, you're saying like back in our day? I, when you, I didn't know how far look, back we were going. We can go okay. as far back as you want to go. No, we can but go you're to right. Our I mean, like the generation after the generation after. I mean, I just look at the way you are with your kids and just like the age that you th- trusted your kids home alone. Is way over when my parents finally decided. Yeah, they're probably okay by themselves at home. Because right, you seemed very responsible as a kid. You yeah. never got in trouble. Uh, You're no, lame. no. But I think I, I just think my parents didn't really have a choice. Oh, you're saying that you were younger when you were left home. Yes, alone. Okay, that's what I, I mean. That's okay. what I'm saying. I but I, I don't think it was uncommon then. No, I'm with either. you. Yeah, I was in fifth grade, letting yeah. myself in the house yeah. and staying home by myself. Go find the hidden key in the garage. We didn't even lock the house. I was driving illegally to my job at 15 because my parents wanted to go on vacation. <laughs> Don't get caught. It's 
Don't do anything stupid. Here's the keys. It's stupid. good advice, Tommy. <laughs> dumb hands keys to dumb. No, but like even as we have the discussion, again, we're talking about hate mail of the week. Uh, mm. Recapping that story that we got two weeks ago, a woman out in uh, Hamlin allegedly assaulted, punched a Brockport school employee uh, on a bus in the face after her child at 10 years old said that this school bus person touched them inappropriately. Yeah. Police did an investigation. They say that they couldn't find anything. It didn't mm. happen, right? But this woman... In the moment, forced her way on the bus, got her kid, forced her way back on the bus, punched this person in the face in front of a bunch of kids, according to police. And Randy, who writes us, is arguing that he would do the same thing. Uh, knock her out. And that back in the day, parents are softer now. They don't want to fight for their kids like mm. parents did back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but even as we have this discussion, we got Facebook messages coming in defending not only this woman, but Randy. This comes in from Stacy. Stacy says, what am I supposed to do as a mother when my child tells me this? I'm going to go home and wait for justice to be served? And what is justice anyway? Does this woman go to jail if that's what happened? I'm going to take this in my own hands. Okay. You don't. First of all, like to the point, like she went on the bus and got her child off the bus. Yes. So the child is now safe. Child is with her. So you went back on the bus. According to police. Yeah. yeah. And then assaulted this woman. Or whoever she Yeah, the bus employee. And was this after she had already reported it? Or did... Did the did that come after this I, incident? That I don't know. Oh, okay. don't but you have no proof of any of this. Well, but even ever, if you did, and let's say... You still can't assault somebody. Well, look, that becomes now a gray area because I I would be hard-pressed for you to find a parent that if you had proof wouldn't be like, hey, that's okay with me. But it's still going to be assault. Like, right. mm-hmm. there's You're a legal still going to get in trouble, yeah. Yeah. You're still going to go to jail. Ah! Or are you going to have to lawyer up and spend a lot of money staying out of jail? Yeah, maybe. So, um, there you go. I mean, that's an interesting discussion to mm-hmm. have, right? Because, look... I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Let's say something like this did happen and you had proof, right? There was proof that it happened and a parent assaulted somebody else mm-hmm. because of it. Yeah. You're right. By the letter of the law, that is wrong. But if they arrested that person and made him go to court and tried to lock him up, I would be bothered by that as a parent. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. I get in the moment while you're doing that thing. Right. Like, you watch something happen. I'm going to, there isn't a parent that wouldn't do that. But you're going to make your situation 10 times worse. Okay, fine. You know what I mean? But that's not even the discussion here. That's not mm. the thing I know. here, right? Yeah. Like, they did the investigation. Police said they Nothing couldn't happened. find anything. According to police. Yeah. <sighs> well. You know, there's an argument to be had now. Yeah about the better way to raise your kids. Because everybody thinks the way that their generation raised kids was the best way to raise well, kids, sure. right? Like, I like to think all the time I spend with my kids and the communication that we have and the relationship and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I feel like that's better, right? But I also know that I'm hawking over my kids way more than my parents did with me. Yeah. And I do have those moments as a father where <laughs> I worry I'm stifling their independence. So I don't know. Maybe what our parents did for us back in the day is the better way to raise a kid. And yes, there's collateral damage, which is a terrible thing to say about children. But maybe I'm more independent than my kids will be when they're 25 years old. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it is a social experiment. But I always th- think, like, you care about your kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that can't be a bad thing. You're not, we'll nobody's going to raise <laughs> Nobody's going to raise the perfect kid. No. Right? But, like... But you want to also, there's a balance of, um, if, am I taking away tools that they, they're going to need later on in life by not giving them some freedom? I don't know. Like yeah, but maybe I need these tools because you did such a lousy job of parenting. Okay, but here's the thing. You know Even I mean? in that statement, and I know how you feel about your parents, and I've had, you know, I'm just going to talk about stuff with my I mean, I would take your way of parenting than my parents' parenting. But you just said, you know, it's not bad. But I don't get a boat. <laughs> you just said it's not bad to care about your kids. Right. I mean, look. 
all the things your parents did, they cared about you. They did they, what they thought was right. Exactly. Like, that was standard that practice. That was their way of showing love. Exactly. And same with my parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they did what was standard for that yeah. time. Yeah, was yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the cruelty about raising kids, mm-hmm. is you don't know what you did wrong until 20 years after you're done raising kids. Or to the cops call. Yeah, exactly. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is a technology we've never seen before. I don't get it. A technology, Tommy, maybe we never thought possible. Mm -hmm. And it's going to go into the most sensitive and mysterious part of your body. And sure. Oh, I thought it was going on our head. Sure. Eventually, all weird technology becomes normal mm-hmm. to the point where we don't remember what life was like. But this is it. real sci-fi stuff here, bro. Well, bro, you ain't wrong. It's hard to believe, Tommy, that eventually people will have no problem with a for-profit company inserting a chip <laughs> into your brain. Yes. Tommy, are you familiar with the company Neuralink? Uh, as of that until yesterday. Okay. So for those who don't know, it's a company owned by billionaire Elon Musk, mm. and they want to put a computer chip in your brain. Why not? I'm not, make, I'm not making that up. That's Slide a, it in there. So back in 2020, mm. Musk announced that the company was developing a chip that could be implanted in your brain, which would allow humans to stream music like in your skull. Yeah. Then came the idea that the chip could control almost every device you have, your phone, your computer, just by thinking about it. I say... I think about turning my TV on. Yep, and then mm-hmm. boom, it's on. All right. Then came the idea that users who had lost use of their limbs for a whole bunch of different reasons yeah. could use that chip to gain function of them again. All of this big-time stuff. The company hoped to have the chips in human brains by 2022, but yeah. there were a couple of hiccups. Well, you know, chip shortage. Uh, nope, that, that wasn't it. Yeah. They had the chips. First... Employees of Neuralink started uh, sounding the alarm that the company was killing a bunch of monkeys they were testing on. Ooh. Oh, they didn't like the chip in their head? No, apparently not. And if that wasn't bad enough, the company, uh, some whistleblower said the company was causing, and I quote, extreme suffering while testing the brain chip on said monkeys. Okay. So that, it kind of hurts. A little bit of a red flag. All right. Then there were investigations by the FDA, the SEC, the Department of Agriculture, the Department of Transportation, a lawsuit from a physician's group. 
But Neuralink and Elon Musk, they weathered the storm, mm-hmm. and eventually they got FDA approval for their brain chip. So the government has signed off on uh, brain chip. The FDA has. And this week, Elon Musk, in a tweet, said the company put their first chip ever in a human brain. Sidebar. Guy's name? What? Chip. Get the hell out of here. Chip's got him chipped. <laughs> in a tweet, Musk said that the patient is recovering well. Okay, they always say that. Well, what about so everybody's far, recovering so well yeah. until they ain't? What about Elon Musk's past would lead you to believe that he's being dishonest in any way? All uh, right, so so we got a guy that agreed to do this. Yes, yeah, so that leads us to our first question. Mm. The phone number is 252-WCMF-252-9263. Question one, mm. who the hell is the insane person <laughs> who decided to be the first ever to let Elon Musk put a chip in his yeah. brain? Because it's totally untested human yeah. technology with a company, as we just told you, that has some documented issues. Yeah. And going further, mm-hmm. it's not something you have to have. No. In fact, Tommy, I would make the argument it's not something a lot of people right now would want to have. Yeah, because I can just well, turn on my phone and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You, you, thumbs. Yeah. You bring that up because I saw like there were people... Um, like during COVID and time, and even before then, that were like the government's going to put a chip in your body, man. <laughs> and then, man, and those same people. people I saw, Elon Musk's got a few good ideas. <laughs> Sign me up, man. It's weird that they all sound like deadheads. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this: like if you're, if like, you're like, your if you're incapacitated, and it could fix that. Because I, I saw one where they said not Musk, but they. Some other place, a medical place where the guy had a spinal problem, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and he was able to walk with this thing in his head. Sure, I'm that guy. Chip yeah, my ass up. That would make that would be the one that makes sense. Like, yeah, if we get find me out, out of this bed. I can walk. I can use my limbs. Yes. Yeah. If this person was a quadriplegic and this is their only yeah. chance of ever having the ability to potentially move their limbs again, that makes sense yeah. to me. That move makes sense science to me. forward. Exactly. Yeah. But just this is like the move. ultimate. It's like having a remote in your head. Yeah, remote head. Yeah. I don't know if I want music playing in my head either. Uh, you don't. I always have music playing yeah. in my head already. Like, I don't need a chip like for imagine, that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's bad enough when a song gets stuck in your head. Now it's literally playing mm-hmm. in your head. Like when I go to bed, all I hear is la 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 It's hell. It's hell. <laughs> like, I, like with the first person getting this chip in their brain, according mm-hmm. to Elon Musk and Neuralink this week, right? You don't want to stand back and just see like how the first few go. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be the. Fir- I don't need to be the first, right? But they did know some other things, like you know, heart replacement. No, but let's see. That's just it. Like they put the pig heart, the Jarvik Seven. I remember the fake heart. But those are things you need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you know, if my heart stops yeah. working, yeah. you know, I need a heart. If this chip goes in this person's brain, and again, we don't know the details. If it was just to control a phone and a laptop mm. and have music playing in your head, why would anyone want that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I invested in all these remotes. And like, what do the, I do with these? <laughs> I bought the batteries. Your ears hurt that bad from using buds? Like, I mean, mm. they have softer uh-huh. buds now. Sick of using your thumbs like a sucker? <laughs> like, like I, I mean, I know maybe I'm being a little dramatic here, mm. but as I'm reading this story this week, yeah. it sounds like legitimate supervillain yeah. stuff. Like, I don't want to be alarmist guy, but there are lots of people who trust medicine. You brought up the Jarvis 7, the artificial yeah. heart. Uh, there are people that have pacemakers and you know implants in their body that they yeah. need to you know function on but a daily basis. Somebody had to be the first sucker to get that thing stuck in them. But even with the years of improvements in right. technology, you know, to make sure that it's safe, even people that get those are nervous before they go in, mm-hmm. and it's a totally reasonable feeling. 
And usually the people that got those experimental uh, organs, mm-hmm. this was their last shot. Yeah. It wasn't like we could save it. This is like we put this in. And they, I remember that guy that got the, the, the first artificial heart. He didn't live long, but he was a goner anyway without it. Well, I mean, you know he, I mean? he needed the Jarvis aid. They didn't have it yet. It wasn't there. Yeah, right? it was still in, you know, in production <laughs> at the Ford plant. <laughs> oh, Ford made yeah, yeah, hearts? Yeah, the guys who built the Mustang were on that project. <laughs> Shut up. This week, Neuralink, a company owned by Elon Musk, put the first ever chip in a human being's brain. Mm -hmm. The chip, uh, it started as a way to play music in your head. Then they said you'd be able to control your phone, your computer, your television, all with this chip in your brain. Then came the idea that folks would be able to uh, regain their use of limbs if they had accidents, whatever reason, born without Mm -hmm. the use of it. And as Tommy brought up, that last one... Makes sense, yeah. right? Desperate situation, yeah, I want my giving life. Giving mercy to people. But this week, the first person that ever had it done, had it done. And in a tweet, Elon Musk says the person is recovering well. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Maybe we're wrong here. Okay. I don't know. Look, we're open to ideas mm. and opinions. Keep your chip out of my brain. All right. Let's talk to John. Hey, Johnny, what's going on, brother? Good, brother. How are you? Good, man. We got? I could see this going so south of the border. How? Uh, well, you got people who already hack your computers. I could see someone hacking someone's chip and making them do Saturday Night Fever at work. Is that possible? Because I would actually want to see that. <laughs> that would be funny. Or hack you to get into your bank account and say, hey, you know, give me some money. <laughs> you know, well, you know what, man? It doesn't matter because the government's already hacked your brain. Man! <laughs> right. All right, John, if this was offered to you for free right now, would you take it? Oh, hell no. Okay. So you're out on the chip. Is I there just, anyone in the yeah. room that would take it if it was offered to him for free? I just right don't now? need it. It's not no. something that I'm even interested in. Even if it works fine, I don't. I'm fine just using my hands to scroll. All right, I will say this. Okay. So like, my hearing's really bad. Hey, John, thanks for the call, buddy. I really appreciate yeah, it. Take it easy, so I have hearing aids, right? Yeah. yeah. I also have ringing in my ears night and day. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't go away. If they told me that this chip would take the ringing out of my ears, yes. Okay. Really? So Bro, it's all I the live problem. This, yeah. Anybody that has it will okay. tell you, it's does it. You can't get away from it. It's in your head. If they told me this chip takes that out, do it right now. So it bothers you that much that you wouldn't. You would allow human hands in your brain. Yes. Really. Yeah. We'd yeah. have to find some really small hands. <laughs> but I guess that makes sense if you have a problem you're trying to fix or find some relief from. Right. Um, you'd be more likely just anything to do in it. misery. Yeah. 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 No. Okay. I understand that. I understand that. It's the whole computer remote music thing that's throwing <laughs> but me But this here. is the future, I, right? I mean, it, okay. this well, is, you're going to have to live with this stuff. <laughs> also, this, go ahead. You're going to, you, you, you're general, you people. You, you people, what do you mean? You I mean, people? you two, you people. Yeah. This is your life. So let's talk about that for a second. Kimmy, I don't mean to cut you that's off, okay. but because he brought it up. Yeah. This technology, and I see you guys on hold, sit tight, 252WCMF. This technology could go one of two ways. Or it could e- go evil. No, what I mean is, either 30 years from now, mm-hmm. everyone has a chip in their brain. Yeah. And we're laughing about people being so hesitant to begin with. Think the way the flip phone became the smartphone. Right. right? Like, there's still some old man with a flip phone that's holding on for dear life, and we all point and laugh at yeah. him. Or, mm-hmm. this technology completely disappears, and every few years, someone goes, hey, remember that time that billionaire wanted to put chips in everyone's <laughs> brains? Yeah. Because that's happened with technology we thought was going to revolutionize the world, too. And we passed on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We decided we didn't want it. Right. Think I'm, about ordering food. Just think of pizza. It's going to be here in 10 minutes. 
If I thought, no, but that's the other thing. Like, how do I, like, turn it on and off? Like, if I think pizza, so yeah. is Salvatore's going to be at my door in 15 minutes? What if you're constantly oh, thinking about pizza and you can't, and they're just constantly bringing you pizza? What if I'm able to watch porn in my brain? How would you turn that off? Why would you? Well, because I have to talk to my mother-in-law? I don't uh, know. You waste words on a mother-in-law? <laughs> I, would, I also would worry. Because Elon Musk takes on a lot of projects. Mm. Can he finish one before he starts the <laughs> next one? Right, the moon? Well, no, I mean, you know, well, the to your car. point, rocket ships, uh, electric vehicles, um, self-driving vehicles. Social media. Social media. Right. Like, let's, like, complete one project and move on to the next. <laughs> like, let's fix those problems before we create another problem. He's like the stepdad everybody had growing up, right? Mm. Like, everything like is half broken. he bored with it. Yeah, yeah. right? There's, there's like, there's, We're going to finish that treehouse? There's Phillips head screwdrivers strewn across <laughs> the table. Because I'm, st- I'm still waiting on the self-driving car. Like, perfect that. I'd rather use that than have a chip in my brain right now. Okay. 252-WCMF, Neuralink, owned by Billy. Billionaire Elon Musk considered their first ever chip in a human brain this week. Uh, Elon, in a tweet, said the patient is recovering well. Let's talk to Mike. Hey, Mikey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how are you doing? Good, man. Um, I was just calling. My biggest concerns would be, you know, like the other guy mentioned, hacking. But then, you know, what happens if, if something goes wrong? Like, is there a customer service number you've got to call <laughs> and wait on hold for? You, you just have to you think about go, it. Like, and you're trying to get into a doctor. Um and then the other thing is, what if the company that's doing this goes out of business? That's a great now question. Now you got this random chip in your brain that <laughs> no one can service. That's like, a great question. Yeah. They don't have the parts. Right, my biggest fear, on a side note, my biggest fear would be to be hacked and then just have to listen to Tommy's voice all day. <laughs> no, but Mike, I mean, think about this. Let's tie it to another like company that doesn't exist anymore. Right. For example, every once in a while, you'll still see a Saturn car driving oh, down yeah, the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And there yeah. are people that spent money on those cars and mm, they took oh, care yeah. of those cars. For you to find a part that's going to fit that Saturn that somebody knows how to apply <laughs> in the technological world today, it's very difficult. Yes. Now, it's, oh, imagine, yeah. imagine that with your brain. Yep, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> or you got to call some 800 number in the Philippines and wait for, you know. 50 minutes on hold to fix your piece of technology. <laughs> Mikey, thanks so. for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. All right. So I wonder what the whack on it is. That's a great question. Right. Yeah. So let's say it costs you $5,000 to put this in your head. I right? bet you it's more than that. Bro, here's what you're not considering, mm. to your point. Brain surgery. Yeah, the cost of surgery alone. Well, yeah, how deep in your brain? Is it just like out of your skin? <laughs> Worst or they... PG's tune of all time. <laughs> how deep is your brain? How deep in your brain? brain? How deep in I mean, they smooshing it all the way in there with yeah, their finger? Or, they... a... <laughs> or is it just sitting like under the skin? All right, so I have a unique perspective uh, on this. Okay. Because I know exactly what brain surgery costs after insurance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After what my daughter went through right. a couple of years ago. And I told you, and it all worked out. Everything worked out just fine. Yeah. But with really good insurance, one day I got home from work and I opened up a letter from the insurance company and I found out what it costs Mm -hmm. for brain surgery and recovery and I almost passed out immediately. And that was with something that we needed to save my daughter's life, not a chip in somebody's brain. So, bro, it's more than 5G, but your second point. Let's say I I get it and you know, I really need it so I throw it on the card and then I can't pay. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to repossess your brain? You're going to repo my brain chip. But here's the thing. To go back in would also cost money. Right. You'd have to but pay I for ain't an- got it. Okay, but you'd have to pay for another. So what do you do? And they're going to be able to find you. There's a chip in your brain. Yeah, you can't even go in to run. What are you going to do? They sit in your sister's garage? <laughs> <laughs>
And like the other question, like when it comes to technology, the one thing that is always definite yeah. as technology moves forward and it moves forward so fast yeah. now, there will always need to be updates. Yeah, improvements. Yeah, because Tommy, you have a smart TV that isn't smart enough to connect to all no, the stuff you want on your TV, one. right? Yeah. You want a cell phone and computers and TVs advance, advance past this chip in my brain. Mm. Do I have to let the company go back in and put a new chip e- in? And that doesn't sound no fun. No, no. I mean no. the initial surgery doesn't sound fun. Right, but like that would be brain surgery for the sake of a system update. Yeah. Yep. A reboot. Yeah, like when you plug your phone in at night and it tells you the next day, like, hey, it's all good. It's like that, set with brain surgery. <laughs> now, listen, we, we sit here and we speculate this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not as invasive as we believe. Yeah, oh, okay. Maybe. Uh, hmm. But they know. can try it first. Other people could go ahead and Let's see how the try. monkey does. No, the monkey. Well, no, we that know we saw out. how the monkeys did. So not they're great. done with the monkey. Well, no, that must, some monkey must have been all right because this guy's got it. I do okay. wonder how that transitioned from that those issues to now human brain but we're gonna find out i'm not smart enough to know well look i mean to tommy's point there's been a couple of monumental world shattering medical thing you brought up the driver seven how about dolly the sheep remember dolly the sheep they, they, we do they clone the sheep oh yeah we got double sheep yeah that was like the biggest story for a year what mm-hmm. was it the mid to late 90s yeah whoever this person is whether the thing is successful or it's not successful Will be all over television. Are you, mm-hmm. You're going to be the Neil Armstrong of this thing. Yeah, and there are, I'm Parades, sure, ladies lining up. Why would you give a guy a parade for getting a chip in his brain? Because you're the king chip. King <laughs> chip. Yeah. But, like, you would assume that this person is going to talk at length about their experience yeah. getting this chip in their brain unless they sign something that Wonder has what a that nine- waiver was. Uh, whatever happens, <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> Good luck. Here's your brain chip. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's weird what nostalgia can do to all of us. Yeah, sure. Because you're not going to understand any of this, Tommy. Mm. But kids our age and folks younger, mm-hmm. there must be enough people that want to try this at home for them to think they'll be able to make money on this new product. Could, why don't you just go buy it out? Well, because it's not the same. Sounds it'd be better. You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock, 96.5 WCMF. Kimmy, Yeah. if you can think of the most delicious pizza from when you were a child, a place that you would go out to and have a ton of fun, your answer would be? Pizza Hut. Okay, Pizza Hut was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Pizza Hut didn't have that kid vibe like this place Oh, like did. a place that wasn't just pizza? You got it. Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. duh. That's a top oh, one. Oh, yeah. duh. I she's talking like she's seven again. <laughs> oh, duh. Oh, duh. I've... Talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chuck E. Cheese 
fond memories of every yeah. uh, millennial yeah. and Gen X are going to Chuck E. Cheese, scarfing all that pizza, running mm. around, playing games, all that stuff. And Chuck E. Cheese has hit some hard times in recent years. Yeah. Uh, they started closing locations. The one in Henrietta's gone. Mm-hmm. The one in Greece is still open. Where do parents go and fight now? <laughs> On a Saturday afternoon. Those videos still exist, man. They're still happening. Uh, It was announced this week that Chuck E. Cheese is putting out a cookbook. Okay. But it would just be a pizza cookbook. Uh, Yeah, did they have other food? I Uh, don't remember that. So there are 128 pages of not only- Of Chuck E. Cheese and venue stuff. Of not only stuff- recipes. They make at Chuck E. Cheese, but- other things. Now, it's not clear how many re- actual menu items are in it, but it mm. would give you the opportunity, because it shows pizza right on the cover, yeah. to make your own at-home Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Hmm. Okay. What was so special about their pizza, though? I can't tell you I don't know, but it was amazing. But you were just a little kid. You were having fun. It may not have been that great. Okay. Why are you Yeah, but it kind of, the same thing goes for, like, school lunches. Like, I don't really know how good those school lunches were, but I would take one in a second. I went back and had lunch with my kid yeah. a while ago. Still awesome. Still the same. Really? Still Hasn't changed. Mexican fiestadas mm-hmm. for right. the win, baby. The French fries at Aquinas have not changed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there are other things. So that You can make like Kansas City barbecue chicken pizza, Halloween-themed pigs in a blanket called mummy dogs. So this is something that they would sell at Chuck E. Cheese? So that, I don't know. I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese in a while, yeah. but they also teach you how to make a marble unicorn cake, rainbow marble unicorn cake, which Ooh. I do remember being on the menu when I took my kids there. Okay. Marble cake? Yeah. yeah like right. you could buy for a birthday party. And uh, they say the new cookbook is to extend the Chuck E. Cheese experience beyond their actual restaurants. So it'll be on sale this week. You could pre-order it at Amazon for $23. Okay. Learn um, how to make, you know, junk food. Kimmy, you went on the Chuck E. Cheese cookbook? No, because I if I'm gonna have the Chuck E. Cheese food, I want it like at Chuck E. Cheese. Like oh, if I'm so a kid. You, so you at thirty four <laughs> years old. Mm-hmm. Well, not now. You're in the ball pit. But e. I think there's the part of like eating it. Ball pit, Kimmy. <laughs> Duh. I would totally eat pizza in a ball pit. Um, okay. What, you're going to make that gross? How is it you made you it gross did just it. by saying Don't it? Don't drag me into your creepness. You can't you even brought up the ball pit. And you jumped in it with a pie. Let's not talk about Tommy's mom. Kimmy, you were saying. <laughs> no, I think like part of what made that food taste the way it did was also the, fun. the ambience, the ambiance, the fun, sure. eating it with your friends. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if like eating it at home is it doesn't do anything for me. There's so many options for pizza now, even if you want to just make pizza at home. Like to go down this <sighs> hole. Okay, again, again. What? You cannot talk about pizza. Yes, I cannot. Because you don't pizza? eat pizza. You think I all pizza, pizza tastes the same. You argue that Wegmans makes the best pizza in Rochester. Bro, they send people to like Florence to make them pizza. You just keep saying that over and over again. It doesn't make it true. But they wait, they study. They study. They study. They study the pizza. <laughs> didn't Chuck E. Cheese like make their pizzas available for delivery at yeah, one but, point? But, okay, but they did it in a weird way. And oh. again, uh, we're talking mm. about this Chuck E. Cheese cookbook that's put out. I'm going to tell you why this is brilliant in just a second. You could pre-order it on Amazon for $23. Remember during COVID, you know, Chuck E. Cheese couldn't have kids in. Yeah. yeah. So all of a sudden, on like Uber Eats and Lyft, yeah. or, uh, you know, uh, those things, a mysterious pizza place started showing up. Okay. And people started ordering it. And it turns out it was Pizza Hut, or excuse me, Chuck E. Cheese acting as an independent pizza shop selling pizzas out of their Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, okay. And po- yeah. Folks got pissed off because sure. it was like, bless you, why not just tell us it's Chuck E. Cheese pizza? Yeah. <laughs> Here's why this is brilliant. All right. 
And it's exactly what Kimmy just brought up. What did she say? There are folks that want that nostalgia blast. Gen Xers yeah. and millennials. You want to go back. And some folks don't have kids. Like, I can go to Chuck E. Cheese right now. Right. I can take my kids. Right, I don't right, look right. like a giant creep. Yeah. You can't. No, I no. can't step foot in there. So if I want to have that nostalgia blast and see if things still, still taste the same, and we've seen, Tommy, a massive increase in folks that want to work around the kitchen mm-hmm. since COVID, because everybody got back into it, this is the only way I can do it. Okay. I wonder if it's going to taste the same, though. They can. Like, it's, it's, you know... It's not being made in like their oven, right? Or, you know, there's it's just there's it's gonna be slightly different. It's okay. gonna suck. Yeah. It's gonna taste like you made it, and she's absolutely right, man. Because you can't recreate that. Yeah. How they do at your house? It'd be like me gonna go home and make a Big Mac. It ain't gonna taste the same. Okay, but if the only way I can get that is that, I'll right. do it's that. A, it's a lesser Mac. It's <laughs> a Big Mac. It's a lesser Mac. It's a slightly smaller Mac. Yeah, and this is gonna be a lesser uh, Chuck. Kimmy, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Let's say I was going to have a 90s nostalgia party okay. at my house, yeah. right? And we're going to put on the Power Rangers in the background, yeah. and we're going to wear Bugle Boy jeans. We're bringing it all back. And I'm going to make food out of the Chuck E. Cheese cookbook. You wouldn't come to that? I would definitely come to right, that. There you go. Yeah. And by the way, don't let your husband find out about this, because he's, one, getting into cooking again, and two, you know that boy ate him some, <laughs> some, 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 some Chuck E. Cheese he pizza. He must have been too big for that place. <laughs> What do you mean? I mean, it was like he was a big boy, wasn't he? He's always been a big yeah, kid. He's a big kid. Big old like, boy. Big like, kid. Because I remember there was like weight limits and like <laughs> yeah. you were too big to go on some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there was. Thanks for bringing that back. Wait, were you chased at a. Were you not allowed on certain rides? There was a. Uh... They had like that little roller coaster thing, right? Yeah, that was there. You um, couldn't go on I don't. It? I don't really remember. I have like certain memories of certain things, but. I don't remember the place as a whole. Too fat for the ball pit. So there was, <laughs> there was a Discovery Zone like place on the east side, yeah. and I can't remember what it was called, but I remember it was a kangaroo logo, mm-hmm. and they had like a smaller kids like tube area. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking yeah. about? We can climb through the tubes. Yeah. And I got stuck in one of the like tubes. a piece of cholesterol. Yes, I did. <laughs> I got my knees jammed up in my oh, chest, no. and I tried to back out, and I couldn't, <laughs> and I couldn't move forward, and I panicked. And my aunt, who took me and my brother, had to get an employee, and they like had to like pull my leg out so I could like extract just you. dislodge like my Jessica in the well extract pet. And like I remember, my kneecap was like right on a ridge of yeah. one of the tubes that connects yeah. together, and it, oh, I was no. just in agonizing Came pain. Came out with wounds. Oh, agonizing yeah. pain. How funny was it? No, it wasn't been? funny, man. There's a fat kid in the tube. No, but like it just—it happened like within the first five minutes of us getting there, and I didn't want to go back in the tube again because I was super embarrassed. But you can't go back in the tube. So like there was like one other thing I got to do. So for like two hours while my brother, who's also chubby kid at the yeah, time, would you just uh, just putt? Yeah, like just yeah, sitting around. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. Five dollars <laughs> for tokens for video game. We'll just do that the whole time. Oh. Let's take a break. Right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.